Hey everybody, I'm Lauren. I'm Emma. And you're listening to The Oak View. Hello, Emma. Hey, Lauren. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Oak View. Yes. I'm going to keep trying. So Emma and I chatted very briefly before this podcast, and I got Emma sassy for us all today. So she's going to come in hot. I'm coming in hot, guys. I just, I'm livid. I'm, I'm streaming. No, that's not, so that's not dramatic. It's not that dramatic, I promise. I asked her how she was doing. How are you doing, Emma? <laughs> See, this, this is see. I ask her a simple question. This is what I get. <laughs> I cannot stand when people think that they are better than others. It has been the topic of my week, and unfortunately, I run into it on a personal level, on friends level, on coworkers level, family. I'm like, what in the man's name of nothing do you know i can't even put it into words are you okay i'm oh man i've just i've been having some experiences where i'm really thinking that people's ego is getting in the way that they're not being able to check themselves and it's making my relationship with them suffer i can't i can't handle it i'm gonna tell you something that i tell myself every day okay we are only in control of our own actions. Oh, I know. But can you not just say how awful it is when people affect you in that way? It's not fun. No. Because like I saw one of my cousins posted a, a meme on Facebook the other day and it said, yeah, of course, you can be positive every day. You know how you know how hard it is to like just be nice to all the people that are mean to you. But do you know how good it is to just tell them to F off? It really just, you just, sometimes you just can't have the patience to let people know that they suck. They suck. I literally cannot relate to what you're saying. I know. <laughs> Not even in the slightest. Like, like, I don't even know what you just said. <laughs> you said, you know how easy it is to be nice to people. And I was like, yep, it's so easy. That period, the end. And I was like, can't, don't you know how it feels when you're just like really mean to people? It just feels so good. I like, couldn't tell you. Oh, it's, oh, it feels so good to just be a, a jerk once in a while. Now, I'm not saying to hurt people's feelings. I'm just saying to get out your emotions. That's a completely different scenario. Well, you shouldn't take it out on other people. No, I should take it out. <laughs> like the trash <laughs> that they are. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, I just, I've been really um, amped up. Lauren amped me up. At first, it started off really positive because we were sharing some updates about our life. And then we kind of turned into like, hey, what are we going to talk about this podcast? And then all of a sudden I was like, you know what? I'm pissed. And then I'm, I'm kind of right here. And here we are. Here now, we are. And now everybody's caught up. And now we're with you guys. Welcome. Now we're in positive real time. Hi, how's it going? How have you been? What's going oh on? Oh my gosh. Did you like tell your grandma about us? Gosh. Lauren's overwhelmed. No, seriously, share our podcast with your grandma, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins, your nieces, your nephews, your friends, your neighbors, the people you hate, the people you love, because we really want them to listen. All right, that's enough. Oh, sorry. I'm really talking fast. Mile a minute over here. We are not under a time frame, but I'm talking a lot. I was talking to my boss. (laughs) She goes, how's Lauren? Are you serious? She asked how I was. I was like, what? She, you know, you know your friend that you do your podcast with, and I thought she was gonna ask me how she is that going. 
But she was like, no, how is she? No. And it was like, not even like a, like what's she up to? Because I think she knows because she listens. Ear to ear grin over here. And I'm just sitting here going, wait a minute. Because like, you know, when people ask us like, hey, how's the podcast going? Like, how's it been? That normally suspects that you ain't listening to it. That's a very (laughs) clear indication that my friend, you're not listening. So she was like, how's Lauren? And I was like, oh, wait, good. She goes, yeah, and you guys are you guys are still having fun with it? And I was like, oh, I have a feeling you are listening to this podcast. Shout out to my boss if you are. Hey. Hello. I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Just give her my phone number next time. Text One, me anytime. Nine, nine. No. <laughs> Too funny. Yeah, no, seriously. Lauren, I um in the I'm in the middle of studying for my ARE exam. And for the listeners at home, the ARE is? That is the Professional Architecture Registration Experience, all the things. Fun. I am very proud of you to have rigor to study in Girl, real life. This is part of my exhaustion and my very short fuse lately, is that I come home from work, sit on the couch, take a 10, 15 minute break, eat some dinner, go for a walk. And then all of a sudden, I'm just like reading a book for the next two hours, and then I'm exhausted. And I wake up the next day, I'm like, wow, I'm really working hard. And then you do it all over again. And then I do it again. And like, I haven't been in a routine like this since college. Like, it's the worst. It sounds horrible. No, but it's good. It is horrible to do, but it will be beneficial in the end. When is the test? September 3rd. Oh. So by the time this comes out, it will be even closer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, to be fair to the listeners at home it'll be out two days from right this moment (laughs) so it'll just be two days closer (laughs) and if if you guys know us well you know that lauren and i are coming in clutch with being late we (laughs) but we are always on time let's not lie no we're not we are we always get it winter is really going to be our season okay just get ready you're right winter is coming winter is coming also you should watch Game of Thrones. I really, really, really. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. No, you would hate it. Yeah. Why are you telling me you I, should watch? Like, were you saying you as in me or you as in the listeners? Maybe the collective whole, but I was directly talking to you. So. Oh, well, no, thank you. <laughs> Sometimes people suggest me movies and I'm like, are you sure? Like, do you want to take that back? Like, I looked at the poster and like, I don't know, it seemed violent. Like, it seemed violent. <laughs> Not only is it violent, it's very inappropriate. I got to stop laughing. I have a weird laugh today. Your laugh sounds pretty normal. Today, every day of my life. What are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know. You sound exactly how you're supposed to sound. Thank you. You're welcome. Lauren, what have you been up to? Tell me something. This week, I did some STEM outreach. You'd be very proud of me. I am very proud of you. It was a lot of fun. Why didn't you invite me? Um, I did not organize it. Okay. I can give you that pass. I participated. Oh, you, oh, oh, tell me more. Let, let's preface, okay? okay? Okay. My Facebook acquaintance, dare I say friend, um, set up this outreach organization. It was just some Zoom calls with some younger girls. So I spoke with three girls and two were in second grade and the other one was like in sixth grade. It's cute. Um, and we talked about like space and science and school and this and that. It was just like a good conversation between these young girls and then yeah. like a few professionals yeah yeah in the stem field okay and you know this makes me sound amazing but like amazing 
I, I don't want to paint myself in the best of light. It was two hours of my time. So it, two, I really did not. It's not like I put a ton of effort. Like my my friend put it all together and organized it. So all thanks to her. But you still participated in it. It's not like you weren't, you know, there. But it was so much fun, Emma. These girls were so cute. They Aww. And they were so smart. They were like telling us how they love science class and doing experiments and they love reading and they love like they were like oh I read about NASA doing this like what do you know about that and like what's the temperature in space and they were just like they asked the best questions and it was fun too yeah 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 I understand it's so not intimidating right because they can ask such good questions and you talk to them on their level right so like I don't need to know how to build a rocket ship but I can explain the process of building anything and putting anything together like you make a drawing and then you figure out how big it needs to be and then you might put some measurements on that drawing and then you need to buy material like cardboard or whatever and you can put it together yeah yeah that's really a great simple way to you know connect with them and I think that's really really adorable I don't know it's really cute (laughs) yeah it's a lot of fun It, it made me like um kind of excited and motivated for maybe us to do some outreach in the coming months or whatever as the school year start or we talked about Girl Scouts last week so that would be a lot of fun when I tell you that like I am eager I'm eager to talk about this kind of stuff I am too and I think that we should talk about it because I think that us talking about even the ideas will be not only encouraging to us and and our friendship but like hopefully some listeners because yeah absolutely maybe we can do a plan over the line So I've been involved in different outreach throughout the years. I volunteered at the high school with the robotics team. And, you know, I don't organize these things. I've never been the absolute best at outreach or the absolute most participating who's putting in the most hours. But I do want to say that, like, my efforts have been, like, rewarding, not only for myself, but it's just been, like, fun to participate in. And the, the effort that you put in doesn't have to be enormous to make an impact. Oh, absolutely. That's what I'm trying to say. No, absolutely. I think you make a really valid point. And the, the idea is that you're participating and you're taking the time to think about it and you're you're showing up for them and you're showing up and sharing your knowledge. And it doesn't have to be your whole life and it doesn't have to take up all your time and you don't have to be an expert and you don't have to have a fancy job or know everything. No, not at all. I think that's the the one thing in college, actually in grad school, that I, I kind of really keep it to close to my heart is that being a non-expert expert is really how it works. It's like, y- you know that you're not going to be yes. the keeper of everything. And you know that you have a good basis to start and to have a discussion, just like how you're talking about, like, I don't know anything about rockets, but I can tell you probably how they start putting that rocket together. It comes with an idea. It goes on paper. It exactly. gets built. And that, that, those are some of the moments where I are really Talking with good younger to share. people, it doesn't matter. Like you No, not at all. And you don't have to have all the answers because no. you have more tools in your tool belt to research them or to get that answer quickly. Or mm-hmm. to, you've had other experience that's related that helps you determine or, or guess what the process might look like. Right. I also think that like part of those moments of uncertainty and kind of, I don't know if it pushes you, but it pushes me to kind of find some answers. And if like, let's say the child or the person or whoever needs more specifics, you just go, Hey, I'll find that out for you. And then you come back with whatever knowledge you have. Yeah. There's so much power in saying, I don't know, but I will 
find out. Honestly, for there's you. so much bravery. Once in you that learn statement. that in life, you are set. Ooh. And on the flip side, the other thing is that it's also encouraging on the other end to say, well, we could both look more like look into this or here's I don't know everything, but here's a resource that would be good. Here's a book to read. Here's a documentary to watch or whatever. So that the impact continues once that conversation is over. Yeah. It makes me think about how it's just kind of impossible to have knowledge about everything, especially specifics. And it's really in our our nature to seek out that information. So it gives us a better understanding of how to do research. It gives us a better understanding of how to communicate. Yes. Yeah, so I was also thinking people are very solution-oriented. We mm-hmm. really love to jump to conclusions and to jump to solutions. We don't really like taking the time to put in the thought and and the slow process of researching and really coming up with the best, you know, forethought and ideas. And, you know, part of me thinks that... <sighs> I think what I'm saying is enjoy the process as well. No, and I agree. And, and what I'm trying to say is that I think a lot of us would benefit from slowing down and participating in that process more instead oh my of gosh. constantly jumping to conclusions and constantly thinking that you have the answer. In reality... Even if you do have the answer, like you and I, when we when we do our regular day-to-day tasks, it's always important for us to break it down and to like reteach ourselves and reteach others so that we can have a better understanding of those topics. I don't know. I feel, always feel like the best way to learn and to um, continue to learn, you know, further the education is by teaching others. And you need to participate and not anticipate, right? Oh, yes. You have to be listening Mm. and partaking and not thinking about the next thing you have to say to make yourself sound smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. It it, it really, I think that's where my mentors stand out the most to me is when I acknowledged that I didn't know something and they were seeking the information for me. And then when we came together again to say, hey, this is what we found out. They took the time to like hear me ask the questions, uh, participate in the conversation in a whole, not try to uh, get an agenda across or show me that they were, you know, fully in their credentials. And I was like, I don't care how many master's degrees that you have or how many licensures that you have. It's what do you do with that to apply and how do you push that in using it through outreach to others? Yes. What is that critical thinking? Yes. yes. And like, isn't it? Okay, maybe this is just me. I would love your feedback. Is it not the best feeling in the world when somebody's like, that's a really good question? I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yes, it really is. And and for right now, um, something that was quite recent for me, I just went up to my mentor the other day and I was like, hey, I have a question for you. I'm really not sure about this. And he's like, sure. And I was like, "Uh, XYZ happened. This is how we responded. What do you think about how I reacted? You know, like, is this a good way to respond or, or should I have thought differently or should I have been more open-minded? And he was like, wasn't ready for that. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, well. That thinking of wanting constructive feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the right reasons. Yeah, absolutely. To, to, to say, did I'm happy with how I handled this, but like, could it have been better? Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm not happy with how right. this went and how I handled this and it needs to be better next time. Yeah, absolutely. I also think there's some sort of uh, 
Well, there's there's some sort of self-reflection that comes with asking good questions. You know, you, you have to do the the intense, deep word thinking to say like, hey, you know, I know this is how we normally do things. They're like, this is what I've been told. But like, what are we actually learning here? Like, how are we actually going through this process? You know, yes. are we doing this the only way we know how? Or are there other ways that I can approach this? And I think that's perfect to break things down for little ones because they have all the ideas. <laughs> Oh, and they, they want to share those. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you get older, the only thing you can think about is obstacles in your way. Right. It's Seriously. people, as much as people are solution oriented, they are also Pessimist. barriers. <laughs> yeah. And they have no imagination. They like, don't. It just leaves us. And so then when you bring something up, like questioning something, it's just roadblock and mm-hmm. an obstacle. And, I, and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, but in a perfect world. Right. Right. Pretend like we can fix that. Pretend right. like that's not a problem. Right. How would this go? Yeah. Because right? we know, can deal with things. You know, I have real life um, application for some of those circumstances. Part of my firm, we we purposely come together with the client and say, okay, here is the opportunity to have a blue sky idea. And not Yeah, and absolutely. The, the, the sky is literally the limit. What do you think? you could envision for your team for your 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 whole education system for your kiddos like for yourself and they have a really hard time adults in general have a very hard time breaking the barrier of limits because we're surrounded by them and they don't know how to take a break from the limit but like children they have the ideas up the wazoo man they're they're limitless nothing in the world is causing some sort of anxiety or anxiousness to protect them from what they cannot do they're like who cares like what a great great circumstance like who who does care And it's so fun. It is to, so fun. to see that and to and talking with them was so much fun this week too. And it was just three people, you know. It wasn't like this this huge workshop that took forever, you know. Um, it was just um, what's the word? It was like energizing. It was it was fun. It was enthusiastic. And I've never been one who's like felt like I was great with kids and great with talking to kids. But mm-hmm. like I I genuinely enjoyed myself. That's awesome. That's really awesome. I'm glad that you were able to have this opportunity to end, especially with someone you knew. That's really cool, too. Yeah. You know, don't you know someone from NASA? Well, that's who I did it with. Oh, this is who you did it with. <laughs> that's so cool. Lauren knows somebody from NASA, and I think it's really great because she's, she's really intelligent. I should have her on the podcast. And my other bestie works at SpaceX. Lauren, we're really due for a guest, so you should, you should go we on are, We are. Get on there. Get your NASA friend up in here. And she's, I'm just playing that back in my head as if she was going to listen to this episode. She's like, I don't even know you have a podcast. It's fine. Oh, my gosh. She probably you know, does. Oh, my God. Talk about an awkward moment, right? Oh, can we please? Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about a really embarrassing thing that happened to me the other okay, day at work. Okay, after you. Okay. Mine's not as bad as probably yours. <laughs> but I, like, I'm normally not very embarrassed by things, and that's just because I'm kind of awkward and weird in general. But So we're in a staff meeting, right? And they couldn't get the microphone to connect to the computer. So like half of us were in the office to do the meeting and then the other half were at home. And they were having all sorts of problems. I was like, guys, it's been a year and a half. Like, how can we not get this together? <laughs> and so one of my coworkers leans over. He goes, hey, you know everything. Up, like, not everything. He goes, hey, you know a lot about microphones. Why don't you go help them? And I was like, oh, he listens to my podcast. <laughs> and I went, um, what? <laughs> And I, I could not, I, I don't know what happened to me, but I was like, 
Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, I, I use microphones all the time. Um, you need a good microphone. <laughs> oh my gosh. I couldn't even, I was just like, mm, is now a time to tell everybody I have a podcast? No, it's not. It's my, never the it's time. It's never the time. It is never the time. I think it's funny because a lot of when I post things on Facebook, people just acknowledge that it exists. And there's probably more people who just see that I do it, not that they actually listen. But if you're actually listening, and that's thank fine. you. But thank you. We appreciate you. <laughs> Tell me your embarrassing moment. I walked into the bathroom as my phone started ringing. I answer the phone. It is my boss. Flush. Huge. Loud. It is quiet in there. Flush. And I'm like, hello, boss. And it was <laughs> the most embarrassing thing Was it ever. you that flushed or someone else? So, somebody else. Oh, but you were in the bathroom and they weren't expecting you. It was, oh my gosh. <laughs> so like funny. I didn't have enough time to like leave. And I, my body just froze. Like I, she's like in the fight or flight or freeze. I froze. She went nowhere. I she could not there. hit mute. I could not move my body. Was, and it was so, and then I immediately turned around and walked out of the bathroom to finish the phone call. I was that's just so like, funny. Were you expecting so, the phone call? No. Of course. Oh, that's how it goes normally. <laughs> I can't. I, we have to change the subject because I can't think about it anymore. Lauren, I think I can't. I don't know. Oh, it's OK. You know, so we were talking about critical thinking. Oh, yeah. Let's like, go back to that. I like I, that I, I I lead a problem solving group at my work and that's my job and that is what I do. So can like just literally take a moment. Hold on. Pause. Pause. Lauren is so much cooler than I am. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> I am not that cool at work. Lauren's like, I leave a critical thinking group and I'm so cool because like we brainstorm and we're like bettering the world. And I'm over here like, I click and label doors all day. <laughs> Anyways, keep going. <laughs> I've, I've froze again. Um, One, I don't sound like that. Two, we know what you bettering sound. the world with the machine parts that I make. <laughs> Heck yeah. Anyway, okay, keep going. it's really not that exciting, but that is the kind of things I literally coach people on all day long. That's what I talk about it's all day long. It's just critical thinking? Is how to approach problems, how to think through problems. Oh, I love that. Not, not literally everything, but working on projects and using that thinking and using these tools and everything like that to build a culture of like continuous improvement. You know, I, I think it's an important factor to have in your tool belt. It's one of the tools we need is how do we uh, approach the things in uh, the most open-minded ways so that we can solve problems in the most efficient ways too. Absolutely. And that problem solving thinking has always like, I don't want to say stuck with me, but like, you know, that's something I learned in, in high school and outreach programs and yep. projects that I did yep. Yep. Um, in, and on teams that I was on. Right. And um, that I've never made that connection until right this very moment. No, that's really cool. I, I think about... Um, it's good to learn young. It's, it is. It's, you know, it's very interesting that you bring that up. The other day I was discussing how I, I never really think about what I have absorbed when I was younger and like what I learned in high school. Because like, who cares about school? Period. We do. Just kidding. No, don't want to think about it. Yeah, don't exactly. Talk about it. Like, I, I don't want to think about school. But there, there are many moments where I, I'm starting to recall how I was taught to learn and how I was taught to process learning. Yes. It sounds really crazy, right? 
No, it doesn't at all. No, okay, okay, good. I'm glad you're on the same page. Because, like, when we went to college, uh, the the way that they taught us architecture wasn't being, like, here is a brick, and we use brick to reinforce our steel, <laughs> and the, a brick needs some, some weepage so it doesn't... <laughs> create moisture you know what i'm saying i like, love your professor voice oh my god I, I, oh there's this one professor that goes now class we're going to talk about law in architecture and i was like i'm asleep okay <laughs> that first year was all about the design process thinking yes. it wasn't about designing it was about learning how to design by thoughtfully thoughtfully and breaking down what it means to learn and what it means to apply those skills. And like, I thought it was the stupidest thing in the world because I was like, why am I cutting cardboard into circles? You know, but I didn't realize what they were doing. They're like, they're, they're turning my critical thinking brain on. They're like, okay, you might see cardboard, but like, what are you actually doing in order to see something else? And I was like, yes, I don't know. And, and then now I'm like, oh. that, like, as an architect, as you do these things, you have to have the end user at the forefront of your oh mind gosh. when designing you have to have the people at the forefront of your mind and same in design engineering you have to have the thinking of manufacturing the operators pu- building it or fixing it or putting it together or taking it apart yes in mind yes. part of one of like the things i'm reading through it's very interesting when i'm studying i'm i'm grasping concepts that i haven't learned before and i'm relearning things wow. that i did learn again you yes know? And one of them is talking about the standards of care and the ethics that I have to withhold when I am in the process of construction, right? So Very like cool. The, the, law, the laws that we live by are not just citizen law, right? We live because I have a big now capital A across my head when I get licensed. And it says, you have to uphold the standard of care for all people in all scenarios and all situations in order to be a licensed architect. And if you don't do that, you are breaking the ethics codes. You're breaking all types of things, right? And I'm sitting there going, huh. Then why do we have so many buildings without, like, handicap access? And that is a different story. Let me get there. (laughs) (laughs) But then there was another point that they were making about how the, the standard of care is in position so that we make sure that we are thinking of the user, right? So yes. a similar process is like, we're not only telling you that the building is going to stand with our design at the end of construction, we're telling you that the process of construction, it will uphold standards. Like, so whatever I stage, see. you know what I'm saying? Whatever stage of the process of building, yes. it's not going to be unsafe. It's going to be safe from the beginning to the end and then thereafter. Wow, yes. Yeah. So that those are pieces that like, are important for critical thinking because you're now thinking not only about who's going to use these spaces and how people are going to interact when the building is complete, but you have to think about the people who are creating the space and physically building that and how are they going to do it. Interesting. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And the reason why that's important is because you can't, like, imagine yourself in your house. You couldn't have put the door in first without the wall. Right. Yes. And, and sometimes exactly. it, it seems like, duh, you know, how do you put it? You know, what I'm saying? but no, p- people don't think like that in general. They don't go, what are the steps that I need to take in order for because this to be we like to jump? Yes. We're jumpers. Just like you said, solution oriented. We're all about the end game. 
We're really not about the process. And the process is tedious and the process is long. But yes. it's very, very rewarding. And you have to put in the work. Yes, absolutely. And that's the hard part about it. Yes. And part of the other thing is knowing that whatever we do create is going to uphold, you know, some sort of benefit, hopefully, hopefully you're thinking like that, benefit mm-hmm. to the public and long term, right? We're not just yes. like creating to create. Uh, so that's why Lauren and I are so interested in STEM outreach is because we're not just sitting here going like, ah, oh, I want to make the younger generation of women architects and engineers. No, no, no. We're, we want to make the younger generation of women confident and, um, and intelligent to be critical thinkers and to find their own path and to be able to say, hey, I'm capable regardless of yes, what I feel. Yes, to be empowered. Yes, empowered. That's a good, that's what I was looking for. Um, but yeah, but that's, that's part of it. And talking with the young girls this week, and and we were talking about that earlier about um, I I don't I don't recall exactly the words that you said, uh, but it really resonated with me because when I was answering their questions, you know, I we were talking about schooling, and we we're talking about you know we don't think back to what school really taught us and how we learned and what did we learn exactly, but right. we should be very grateful for the education that we Absolutely. do have because. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We really do take it for granted. Like when I was telling them how to build a rocket ship or, you know, like I have this education behind me that I never think about that allows me to answer questions that yeah. people have not yet learned. Right. Right? right. And it's either, you know, something or you haven't learned it yet. Ooh. Exactly. It was nice to just reflect on that, even in the smallest moment this past week of saying like, oh, I'm really, I'm grateful for this education that I have, that I know a general knowledge about space to help me through this conversation, to have a fun time with these girls. And I'm not like taking this for granted. Wow, Lauren, that's really cool. Did you also kind of just feel really special? Because like, I think sometimes those moments really make me happy and excited that I am in those positions that I am. It didn't make me feel special, but like it was like their faces would light up and so would mine. You know, like I was smiling the whole time. I think that's very validating. And I, you know, I was like, oh, like you guys sound so smart, you know, and (laughs) I just feel like I wish somebody had said that to me when I was little. You know what I mean? Like, and it's the age where girls start to get discouraged um, in math and science and at school. Mm -hmm. um, And they, you know, the bounds of society begin to be more real as their brain is developing right yes well you reminded me of a moment i had with my niece um she was like hey can you draw something for me because she knows that i i can draw and i was like yeah okay and then so she's describing to me what she wants me to draw she goes i want you to draw this tree with a house and a fence and can you make the tree this color and i was like why don't you want to do it she goes well you're just you're really good at it and and like you're an artist and I was like, okay, uh, like, that's so cute. You're like, me, right? you're an artist. I was like, you're, I love you. But so like, I'm in the process, right? This is, this is the moment that I, I always like to remind my friends who are not doing jobs like us. I go here. These are why these moments are critical for, especially for younger ones. Uh, she's looking at me and I'm drawing. I'm like halfway through. She goes, oh my gosh, you're so good at that. I, I'm not that good. I, I could never be that good. And I said, hey, remember how old am I? And she goes. I said, how old are you? She goes, I'm six. I go, how old is Auntie? 26. How many more years do I have of practicing than you? 20 years. Wow. 
oh, what do you think you're going to be like when I, when you're 26? She goes, probably good. And I go, why am I nephew tuned in? He goes, because practice makes better. And I was like, exactly. I said, do you think when I was your age, I could draw a tree as cool as I'm doing it now? And she goes, I don't know. I go, well, I couldn't. I didn't know how to. And guess what happened? I had people like my aunties and uncles helping me mm-hmm. and my sisters who taught me and my teachers and my friends. I was like, it's not just me. I didn't just like wake up one day and be like, I'm super awesome, even though I sometimes feel like it. Um, And she was like, oh, and the moment that clicked for her was that there's not a perspective of time with young ones. And I think they get a lot of discouragement from adults and just people around them because they, they can't process what it looks like to practice over time. Yes, you're right. And we couldn't either. And that's mm-hmm. fine because our development wasn't there yet. But that critical moment of saying, hey, reminder, you are six right now. But one day when you're big, you're going to have all these years that behind you of all the practice that you've done, all the success that you've had. You are good now, too. It's not that you're going to just be better. Mm-hmm. You are good now, too. Yes. And like... It's interesting that you said that and it's funny how our conversations always connect because like, you know, we talk about adults not having imagination or, or jumping to obstacles or jumping to solutions. We also don't like to have the foresight of long-term thinking. No. It's no. something it is I feel like it's something you learn and you have to force yourself to do until it becomes like a habit. Yes. As People well don't as, have long-term thinking. As well as we have a hard time capturing what it means to be successful over time versus being a failure or failing right or being efficient in a moment yes yes because like we get these ideas right we we go oh oh my gosh i i'm you know like for me i'm like i'm 26 i don't want to do that it's going to take me two years to finish that well i'm still going to be 28 like in those two years i could be doing something that's going to better myself my career my friendships my relationships whatever the time is still going to pass it's how i'm choosing to spend it Absolutely. People don't have that concept. They don't, they can't grasp that. They're like, you know, uh, someone, uh, you know, who's 30 doesn't want to go back to school for, you know, because yeah. it's going to take four years. I'm like, well, you're going to be 34 anyways. You might as well do it. Like, what's the harm there? You're going to be in school for four years? Well, what are you going to be doing for four years otherwise? You might be happy in four and people years. people have like thinking of like long-term thinking of five to 10 years, not yes. necessarily past that. Right. And it, it's every aspect of your life. It's financial. It's how you make decisions. It's how you education. It's how you decide where you're going to work mm-hmm. um, and, the, mm-hmm. and the work that you're going to put in. Yes. And I mean, that's just crazy to think about. It is. It's crazy to think about. It's crazy to grasp. It's crazy to envision. It's really hard to envision something so far ahead of us that we lose sight of the goal or we get distracted or we get discouraged Mm -hmm. and that especially for little ones okay so what do you think because you are a live in the moment person i would say like a rule of thumb like i would i would describe you as that i am but i'm not like i'm not as much of living on a whim and like but i'm also a, a a very intense planner let's not take that away true 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 so what does that look yeah. like for you that that balance between like spontaneous free soul to planner with long-term thinking <laughs> well i think it comes down back back like we always talk about is value systems 
And scope. Yeah, 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 yeah. Scope is a huge one because like, uh, you know, we're, we're working on projects at work and like I have a hard time seeing how this project is going to be completed because it's going to take three years. I don't even know what I'm going to be doing tomorrow. How yes. can we plan for a project that's going to take three years? Well, it, it's broken down into segments, right? We know that the first couple of years is going to look like this, but I can't picture myself in this position in three years. So those are the hard times where I don't know how to plan. Um, but the the spontaneous, the, I don't want to say spontaneous because it's not spontaneous. No. It's, it's very, um, it's very raw. Whimsy. Whimsy is good. It just feels very raw to me to make decisions that way. It also is like, who cares? Um, and I think I'm just learning that this past year a lot more so, like buying the house, right? I bought the house because it was going to be convenient. I didn't plan to purchase a house. That was not part of the plan. The plan was to find somewhere but else to decision, live. the decision, the thought process led you to this. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't plan to buy the like house. Emma and I talked through it thoroughly oh, yeah. on thoroughly. the phone. Thoroughly. Having like a mental breakdown. She goes, don't do it. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, well, that's so funny because that, that's a really good, like very real life example of yeah. a big decision where like, I was like, Emma, that is stupid. And then <laughs> once sure we... And and once we really talked through it and we had an open mind about it, it mm -hmm. ended up being the best decision and yeah. the solution. Yeah. I mean, like I was walking up the stairs right before I was going to talk to you and I was looking at the ground and I was like, oh, I got a vacuum. And I was like, I hate living by myself. Oh, I don't like vacuuming. I got to clean. Lauren hates cleaning. Remember that one time Lauren did laundry and then she just laid in her laundry all day? Mm, that's me. Vibes. <laughs> Literally up 12 <laughs> steps of stairs. Those were my thoughts. <laughs> So I was like, you know, those are the moments where I'm like, okay, I really appreciate the way that my brain works because of how much I have learned to accept a process. I don't like it. I don't enjoy it all the time. I definitely get impatient like everyone else in Amen. life. Amen. I don't like, enjoy the process. No, no, no. But somehow I, I accept that it's going to happen anyways. Like I, I have lately been in a little bit of like a what now like uh like what's happening now like mm -hmm. what can i be doing that's going to benefit myself now in this future and i've been reading this book that's kind of been grounding me in the present more to not so you know far plan ahead kind of thing mm -hmm. but it, it's the it's the perspective that i learned in college i'm applying now at my job and then i'm trying to i don't know realize it being a single human being in a in a space by myself um and, and those are the moments where I'm like, oh, wow, whew. I didn't really see this process here. I didn't really like because what I started this process in January and like it's August now. And I'm like, wow, OK, that was long. <laughs> like, right. You know, what I mean, like to get here, this was long. But like I'm here now and like I was going to get here anyways. I just didn't know that it was going to be right here. And, you know, you're st like you're studying for your test. That's uh, one step. Right. Yes, like, you know, yes. that th you know that that's right now. But what else is to come? Right. And, you know, I actually like that you brought that up again because I told my coworker, she sits diagonally from me. I was like, yeah, I'm going to take the test in September and then I'm just going to start and I'm just going to go. And she was, hey, just so you like are aware, there's a, a chance that you might fail. Just keep going. And you were like, oh, OK. <laughs> you were like, oh, oh OK. But I, she didn't mean it in like a. Oh, yeah. That's like a nice way for her to put it. Yeah. She's like, these exams are hard. So like. Give yourself ample amount of time, energy, you know, tr you know, really learn and grasp the concepts. But just know, even after that, you might fail. And I was like, ew, I don't like that. But it's like it's a very kind way to put that. Mm -hmm. 
of and saying it, this is hard and yeah. not everybody passes it on their first try right. and like th- maybe it won't be as devastating if that does happen yeah yeah and one my, my other co-worker she took her test like i don't know 10 years ago and at that time it used to be i think 10 or 9 exams now it's just 6 uh and she goes yeah i passed my two exams i got really cocky and then this the third <gasps> one i failed and then i didn't take my test for like a whole year cuz i got really discouraged Oh, and she was like, but like, that was part of it. That was the process I had. It's to go like through. a mental game. Yeah, it really was. So wait, how many? So are you going to take all at, all six at once? Or this is just studying oh, for the first no, one? Man. <laughs> You're just studying no. for one. I'm studying for one test. And right then now. you have to keep doing it five more times. Yes. Can I buy you a cake? Oh, my God. Can you buy me coffee? I'm not going to yeah. lie. Like I, I well, here. Hold on. I just want to show more in this. This is just one book. And I, I know I've been seeing you work hard on it. You right. got your post notes this, in there. You got highlights. This is just the first test. <gasps> well, I thought you were going to say that's how much I've gone through. And I was like, that's not enough of the book, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm so happy like, that you said it's just the first test. No, it is. And it's, what's really cool, though, is that the resources that I'm um, I'm acquiring, like some I, I've already owned from college. Oh, tip pro tip if any of you are in school in college and you have this idea that you're going to be in this career that you're studying for in college don't sell your books back i am using my books to study for these exams because books are expensive i keep Um, some good books oh some of my books that i have are like not a typical like they're not like architecture history you know i have some of those too those are fun Mm -hmm. but some of these are like very specific books like yes how to estimate concrete (laughs) oh my goodness Um, and that's just you know part of it but uh so what was i saying um something about like you know uh being being self-aware that you're not gonna always get the outcome that you're expecting and that's gonna be a hard thing for me because when you're in college you don't get more than one opportunity to take an exam you know what i'm saying yeah i can take this exam as much as i want as long as i have money (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean so i i can pay for it again um but what i like about this process is that it's kind of humbling i'm trying not to jump too deep and just you can go at your own pace too the reason i'm saying this is because i was talking to you know our friend yes and she was like, hey, how's it going? And I was like, well, I, st- I studied one chapter. I took the quiz. I passed it on the first try. And I said, good night. <laughs> she goes, Abba. I'm like, see, that's what happens when you know you're smart, but you're not being smart strategically. You're getting rewarded, but you're really not answering the questions. <laughs> and she goes, um, I think you might want to do more than one chapter a day. I go, you think? I was oh my like, god! But I got so excited because I was like, oh, I got all the answers right. You're like, I'm good. I'm good. But then you know, it's so weird because like the more you study and the more opportunities you have and the more resources that you obtain, you're like, oh my god, I know nothing. Can we talk about like how humble people are smarter because they don't have like the ego in front of them and people who like yeah come with the forethought of respect. And an open mind and are humble are the best learners, I feel like. And, you know, I think that... And the best to work with. Yes, yes. Some people think that that also um, 
extends itself to comp- competition and competitiveness. And I don't agree. Like I can still be competitive in other ways and not be a cocky son of a gun in front oh, of people absolutely. who are learning. Yeah. I can be smart and get my work done and not be mean to anybody to get it done. Absolutely. And I don't have to take anyone down with me. <laughs> and and people don't like not everybody realizes that. No. That they don't have there it's possible not to have to bulldoze yeah. to get something done. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying all people, and I'm not saying everyone that I've known that is like this, but you want to know an unpopular opinion? Yes. <laughs> I think people who took AP tests don't know how to get told that they suck. No. Okay. I, I, I hear your hot take, and I will dish this. I feel like people who take AP tests are very smart. Oh, absolutely. Book smart. Yep. Um, and then they get into... And this is, I'm I'm generalizing. This is not for everybody. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I know this to be experienced for a few people. Of like, then they eventually in college or your job or wherever, you will get into an environment where you are no longer the smartest, book smartest person in the room. Yeah. And that's a shock. It's a culture shock for those people. And that yes. is that is a struggle that they have to deal with. It has never been a struggle that I have had to deal with. Because <laughs> <laughs> you and me both, sister. So we, I was like, that's never been my issue that at all, or what that feels like. (laughs) I have to admit, though, when you meet those people and they sit in the same room with you and they take the same test with you at the end of the four years, they have the same degree as you. Do you know how good that feels? It just, oh, see, Emma and I are on the flip side. I can speak to that, and I have Mm. felt that it feels good. I'm not gonna lie, it feels real good because that's working smarter, not harder. It is, and also. Part of me learned quite young that a balance in the life in the life that you live is so key to success. And I just don't think it's a fair gauge either. No, 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 absolutely not. And I also think that this does not branch to the people who need to be book smart in order to perform their job well, right? Like doctors. Yeah, sure. You better know the knowledge and apply it in order to be good at your job. Yeah. And I feel like I wish that I had learned a lot earlier in life that just because I'm a bad test taker doesn't mean that I'm not intelligent or not smart, right? I wish that I had known that so much sooner because I carried that with me all through life. I am not a school structure. That's not the way I learn. And people learn differently. And I didn't know that soon enough in my education to function and and make a strategy and do something different Mm -hmm. i just went through thinking that i was not good enough wasn't smart enough Ooh, talk about it oh i hated that and like the people who can sit in a class and then get an a on the test and read the book and get an a on the test awesome great 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 for you it's not for me everyone has a different learning style but we end up at the same place at the end of those years yes correct and that's okay I think that is, oh, see. <laughs> so that's where that like humility comes in. Too. And it does like, because it. it you have no, to know no. that the even if the person that is next to you, it doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't. It doesn't mean anything. And that's why it's like we should never weigh ourselves on that scale. It's just not fair. That's why I don't think that traditional learning systems apply anymore. The, the new 21st century style that we've been trying to lean into. Yeah. 
are the ways of the future. It's all about collaboration. It's all about group work. It's all about understanding that, like, I'm not talking about group work that we hate. I'm talking about it just, should like, be more adaptive. It should be a work style environment. It should it has everything to do with collaboration with your teammates, with your peers. Yeah, um, leaning on the 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 successes and the failures, understanding people's strengths and weaknesses. That's how that's how education works. It's the equivalent of like physical health like the number on the scale basically means nothing because everybody's different everyone's body types are different everyone eats differently everybody puts in more work puts in more nutrition and it's not fair to to base it off of that scale and and in schooling is the exact same way something about uh having the humility to acknowledge that you are not the smartest person that you'll ever meet and that although you are intelligent, that doesn't necessarily make you smart. There are, are very, yeah. I, I find that t- not interchangeable. Like you can be quite intelligent and self-aware and create some sort of empathy towards the people around you in order to educate yourself, educate yeah. others without having to say, well, you know, I know more or I, I can do better. Yeah, and that's it's just like it's a skill to learn when your voice is going to be a benefit. Yes. When should you speak and when should yes. you listen and when should you participate? 1000%. Um, and when you should lead or contribute. Yeah. Something I've been telling myself lately, I've been thinking about if you come to your work or your school or whatever situation, group work activity with respect for everybody around you, in a good attitude and you're ready to work, you don't need anything else. Absolutely. Absolutely. You don't need a single thing else. You will be successful and get the job done. Yes. This is not the Olympics. We're not going for the gold. We're going for success. We're going to accomplish something. I like that though, because it also helps you realize that when multiple people are in the same room with you trying to achieve the same goal, it really is encouraging when others can help others. And when you can look at someone and be like, hey, that doesn't make sense to you. Here, let me explain it differently. Or, And when the thinking is in the right direction. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, and that really is important, especially for our jobs, because it's like we're trying yeah. to accomplish a larger goal and a larger task at hand. That affect we, other people. Right. We can't have people sitting over here like, well, I'm trying to be the best architect ever. Well, you know what? We're not asking for that right now. But it's also a relief, right? It's also a relief to say, I don't have to be 120 every second of every day. Correct. Correct. And it it's a relief that I can, you know, and I feel like our generation is definitely the generation that's saying, I'm, I'm turning this off at 5 p.m. I'm not thinking about it. Um, Work is, we don't live to work. We don't work till we die. This is not the generation that we live in. No, it's very different. And I don't care what anybody older than me is going to say about it. I go, I am not living my life to discover my Medicare. It's not, it's just not It is not the most important part of my day. No, it's not. In fact, it's the least. I don't want to say the least, but. Well, no, no, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying that like, you can be a hardworking individual who cares about their family and wants their family to have all of the things that, you know, you didn't have growing up, whatever, the, the typical term that we hear from our, our older generations. But you can also say, my mental health, my physical health, my family 
needs me to shut this off at five o'clock. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like is more important. Yeah. Like I don't get paid for overtime. Do you think I'm going to put in the overtime more than I necessarily have to? There are days where I have to be there longer because the job requires. Mm-hmm. Yes. The the balance is I will put in the work when it's needed. Absolutely. Because 1, I'm here to work. Right. You hired me. I'm going to do the job. That's part of my, my task. Exactly. But, but every other regular day, five o'clock comes, I'm done. I wonder if people are like just yawning because this is so obvious or if this is very helpful to talk through and listen to. I think the reality of lately is knowing that there are a lot more people experiencing similar circumstances than we really realize and we care to talk about. Like, sure, the concept is very obvious, like balance, making sure that you are taking Mm -hmm. care of yourself. Yeah, yeah, we hear it. We hear it. But like, do you realize how many people are actually doing it? Probably not a lot. Like, we're, You're right. we're, we're, we're really trying to make sure that, like, when we speak towards younger generations on how to optimize their intelligence and their skills, yes. it is not about driving them to the ground. It is about teaching them str- strategies that they can use that critical thinking in order to balance yes. out their life. You know, and then like, yeah, when we were in school, it was like study till your nose hurts. You know, it was like Seriously. just keep just grind and grind and keep at it and keep at it. But maybe if we had learned more adaptively or better ways to, to think something through that we would have had a better balance. No, I, I agree. And, and that's why it's important to realize that education is going in the better direction because we are learning to um, take advantage of the skills that are going to be needed and the technology that is presented. Yes, and the technology around us. Ooh, we are teaching our kids to code because that is what is going to be required of them. Yes. Like, like my my niece and nephew are going to learn how to code by eight because that is what is going to be required of them. The jobs are going to be different. It's being self-aware that uh, career paths are going to include trades in the highest mm-hmm. level of degree, because we need those people. It's yes. starting to really take on a perspective that all career paths are essential and that we need the balance to educate people. That I love that. Oh, it's just, I love thinking about that. I love it. I love it. It's so and good. And can we just, I would like to just take a moment just to reflect and say that I am so grateful and yes. so thankful that my interests happen to align with a career path and an education that is keeping me well-fed and safe with a roof over my head. And I can't say that if I was interested mm. in another topic. Blessed. Blessed. But look at look at what that came from, right? I honestly feel lucky. No, it, it's, it, I say that all the time. I go, the lucky thing is that I like what I do, <laughs> right? Like it's not common to hear that because our, even you and me and, um, like our friends, like how often do we run across our friends who are happy with the position that they are in? But guess what that came from? It came from whoever was talking in their ear saying, you need a job, you need to support yourself, you need to be financially together versus... Mm-hmm. Versus the outreach that they got. Correct. The mentorship, the encouragement, the teachers that said, hey, you know what? If you like this, lean into it. Like, utilize your skills and your love for video games, cooking, yeah. uh, you know, mentorship, um, beauty, uh, whatever it is. 
and 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 capitalize on it. And that's what we were saying at the very beginning. It's it's encouraging people to find their own path. It's encouraging mm-hmm. the young generation and young children to explore different options and think about things that they've never thought about before to find their true interest. Yep. And and I don't think well, I know <laughs> a lot of the older generations have a hard time with that because they think, well, regardless if you like it or not, you should work hard at it. And well, it's like, because well, other sacrifice came with it, right? Yes, correct. They, you know, at the end of the day, some people's situation is that food has to be on the table. Yes. Right. And I do not disregard that. And that's where that 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 gratefulness and that thankfulness really like comes into play. Like I'm mm-hmm. I I feel very fortunate. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm very grateful for the education we were given, the opportunity yeah. to have education. That is that is completely not anywhere not on the par. two live that, together it, it, they're yes. literally in the same house we, we, they, li- literally, literally yes <laughs> yes generationally and and otherwise and yes yeah exactly yes education career you know gen you name it yes technology whatever and understanding that like no generation has it more difficult than the other it is the fact that mm-hmm. our differences and the way that the world is evolving and is represented is is going to be complicated because I have to deal with the situations that are in my now and you know yes. my niece and nephew and your nieces and stuff will have to deal with what is in the, the situations now. in there now. Correct. It, well in their yeah, in their future. Correct. And it will always be it will always be something different. It will always have a different perspective. There will always be more or less things to, to speak towards that. And I don't know. I find that to be very beautiful. It's funny. Like, I've never really thought of myself as interested in talking about generational differences and gaps. But, like, I enjoy talking about it with you. You know, I think we could talk about it more. Because, like, we talk about pay gaps. We talk about... You know, we the, do talk about it a lot. The, the, the I never fact. really expected that of us. <laughs> no, I didn't either. And I think it's just part of what we talked about at the very, 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 very beginning, saying that we grew up in the same scenario. Yes. We had very similar backgrounds and environments and education. However, our perspectives are very different. Yes. And I think that really brings a light to some of these conversations that we're so passionate about and we want power behind because we're like, we see it. We Mm -hmm. want others to see it as well and it really pushes beyond our own agenda and that's so hard cuz like don't you know how much i love to come home and just sit on tiktok but like <laughs> <laughs> yes yes it's a perfect balance and that's why it's like like the the effort that you do put in doesn't have to be enormous like this podcast is an effort on our part it's not enormous we're recording it 2 days before we're going to put it out the outreach that i did this week was not enormous it was 2 hours of my life <laughs> exactly right? it's you know one one bite of the cookie at a time Yes, yes. Let me tell you why my heart aches a little bit today in particular. So our local high school where Emma and I grew up, now in this coming school year, we'll have one less learning period, class period. And so that means that students don't have the opportunity to take an extra elective of a subject that they're interested in, art, theater, engineering, accounting, you name it. And it also comes along with some cutbacks of like clubs and facilities. So right now we're trying to figure out if the robotics team that I usually help with is even going to function or work this year. And it really just, it, it does make my heart ache because 
of reflecting on this experience and like how much it's driven us and into our career paths and where we are right now. And then these kids who are in the, in their current situation won't really have access to that, which is like so sad to think about that they won't have this outreach or mentorship as much as we did to rely on and build their future. You know, I have such a hard time with this discussion because I work with school districts. That must be really hard. And I have a very good grasp at how much money districts have. It probably makes you so jaded. Like, it's so easy to get angry. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about like how detrimental it is to the, to the kids. And I'm like, I, no, I'm I agree. So, so sorry that they won't have this opportunity. Mm-hmm. I think it, so let me, let me take a step back then, because my perspective is knowing how much budget, budget and poor planning plays into this. Mm-hmm. When in reality, it takes strong leadership and multiple perspectives and backgrounds to make those decisions. Mm-hmm. And uh, a good chunk of where Lauren and I grow up is that those people have been sitting in those positions for too long and they're making choices that are kind of not so yeah. great. And then it leads to like a tax referendum that you vote on is so important to vote, right? So you get out and vote, but ultimately why was that up for vote because of these poor decision making and poor use of yes. budget and and like that led us to this. So I feel bad our community is aching. Yes. Right? And and we can say, oh, it's so important to vote and be involved. And I did go out and vote. However, is it as we talk about problem solving, is it the root? Is that really what what actually caused this issue to happen? Yes. And from it, it, three years ago, five years ago. Yes, exactly. Yes. The 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 interesting thing, and maybe this is not a popular perspective, is that my parents have taught me that although they do not have children that are part of this district anymore. They are continually going to support it because it's supported the three of us. Yeah, absolutely. And there is a lack of... Some people don't feel that way. And that's fine. But like, understand that even though you might not have children, your your vote is going to affect the children in your districts and in your communities. And people just, people don't have that sort of empathy. No, and no. And that comes back down to how much do we value education? And how much do we value the arts? Mm-hmm. And how and much how, do we value, you know, STEM? And how much do you need to be involved to make an impact on your community and in your community without being on a school board or without being yes. on like running for office? Yes. I don't right. want to do that. That's too much time. It is Correct. too much effort. What Correct. like what why are there not more options? Why are there not more programs why don't people want to be involved on a smaller scale well i guess people do because people volunteer you know for these people being elected or for these programs at the summer camp or whatever but like yeah what what is the balance there well now we're talking about politics (laughs) Uh, i know and that's something that i I... talk about like like effort for verse outreach Yes. Um, well, I, it, it comes back to, to your value system. Do you value community outreach? Do you value volunteerism? Is that a word? Volunteering. Do you value um, putting yourself second to uh, 
push others forward. You know, and it's not a it's not a stab or a dab at the way that people are putting their time. It's just acknowledging that it's going to take a lot more people to want to participate in the things that are going to benefit the community. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. I live in a different city than you do. And I live yes. 10 minutes from you. So even though I support this 100%, I can't vote. Exactly. It's part of, um, it's part of communicating to the community, not only through a bulletin board in the mail. Note to self, I wish I could tell the village this, our generation does not get mail. We don't care about paper mail. If yes. you're not sending me an email, advertising it on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, you're not going to get people my age to vote for your referendum. And by putting a sign up in the community, I don't drive that road. It's yes. not happening. So it's, it's really about changing the way that we are analyzing and participating in the things that are happening. Well, it's, yeah, it's really it's different about the now. average age in the community and yes. the and the the demographic and look right, at how too. the demographic and affects and you know everything. That they look at that. But they should, <laughs> but yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it's true, and, and so the old so this is what's happening, especially in our town. Is that our town? I don't live here, but in our community, the community that we grew up in, the demographic is switching heavily towards an older community. The, the, the buildings that are being created, the systems mm-hmm. that are being built are based off of that older community. People are not having children in this community. People are moving. People are changing the way that their lifestyles are looking like. So they're no longer having... And this is just a small glimpse into it, right? Yeah. We are literally a, a, you know, a dot things on the map. always fluctuate this. Yes. Like this yeah. is normal for, for this to happen. This is normal for any community to experience. But that's when, you know, people in the state who are freaking out like, oh my God, the young it's people funny to are moving away. as an adult in it is. the same area that you grew up in. Oh, it, it really totally is. is. It totally is. Those those moments where you're like, okay, the the demographic is changing. It's getting older. Okay, so the demographics needs are changing. They're getting older. Are they still participating in the things that they did participate before? Probably not. Okay, new people are moving into these towns and not having kids, or they have kids but they're too little, so they can't go to these these schools yet. So by the time they go to these schools, it really doesn't bother them. It doesn't matter to them. And then you're going to talk about increase in um in living costs. And the wages are not balancing out and people are not going to be able to afford their taxes because of that. So then you're not having people uh, say yes because they don't want to pay more. And then you have this whole chaotic thing. It's a system. It's a system that's broken, but it's a system that's circular. It's cycle. Yeah. Constantly moves in the same Mm -hmm. direction. And until we have it literally torn apart and rebuilt, it's just going to be the same. But I, I, I grieve for that because when my sisters were in high school, um, they went through the same issue, and I don't know how what the outcome of it was, but by the time we went to school, it got back to better. It was better, and there was more things available. So I don't know how this <laughs> – I don't know what that's going to do. And, it's so, and then when you talk to other people or older people, right, they're just like – it is, you know, it, it is what it is. Like this, right. is, this is how it works. This is right. how it goes around. Yeah. And, and I, don't, yeah, I don't know. So. Eh. It's, it's – Patriarchy. It's a- <laughs> It's not the answer that you wanted me to go down, but the no, 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 no. yeah, but the- but it- <laughs> it made you sound really smart. Well, oh, thank you. <laughs> Here's what mm. I was thinking about. Okay, so in this podcast, I keep being like, I was, I was reflecting on this this week. It makes it sound like I'm such like a, you know, like meditative thought person. Do not really downplay not. my best friend. Oh my gosh. Okay, so here's the other thing I was thinking about. 
you know how we were talking about you are only in control of your own actions. I tell myself this every single day of my life. Cheers. Recently, recently, in the last few months, this has been my mantra. Although a, tw- a 13-year-old Olympian said that even though you're the smallest, you can still be the best. And I really liked that. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> Makes me feel even I was more like, way to go, 13-year-old. You just inspired me. And then the 11-year-old that I was talking to also inspired me this week. Anyway, <laughs> age, age means nothing. Correct. Um, Until it does, because it does matter <laughs> when you're dating someone too old. Let me just say that. <laughs> anyway. I love this podcast. I love it. <laughs> We have all the opinions. <laughs> you know, you're only controlling of your own actions. I was thinking about effort versus impact, effort versus outreach. You know, like I am doing a small thing um, to to be to be a light, to reach a branch, to have a handout, whatever. Have okay. a hand extended out, not like have my, you know. That's someone giving anyway. you a handout. Yes. <laughs> I was like, wait, I how just did wanted we get- to. Okay. I was you know like, we I mean? didn't ask for this. And I was thinking about like in my problem solving department at work and my Mm -hmm. job my job is to lead by an example right no well my my job is to implement this culture by living it myself and bringing it to the forefront of my thoughts and in all the meetings that I'm in so -hmm. that in turn others will think about it in the future Mm. and that's basically the same thing that I do with outreach right sure you have a conversation you teach something you do an activity, you give mentorship, and that's kind of with, with the thought that they will then carry that torch or, or look into them themselves or et cetera. You draw the line. And I was also thinking about, well, like, it's funny that I must be drawn to in my life is like this examplership effort of like be a good person and just like Christianity, the, you know, like the whole idea when you're a Christian is like you're the light, you're one person and that reaches other people and that's that's what you do and that's what your job is hmm. and it's just like a a theme in the in the book of my life and that's what i was thinking about this week i was like huh that's funny you're not wrong but lauren you are the same person that you have always been and that's something to value and i'm glad that you are reflecting that but like you have changed we we've already talked about this many yes. times you have yes. changed in many ways but like your system is very much the same, and that is very something. That's something that you. But I think I'm take. drawn to that structure. You are that, that type of. You are learning and giving yes. and yes. and being and showing and, etc. But cycles. I think, I think that's that's something that um, that's your love language of life. It makes it me sound like I'm the best person ever. I, I mean, not. you are. You're the best person I know. It's not true. Facts. Don't let her tell you otherwise. I might be the best person Emma knows. That's facts. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was great. Other than me. Plus, I'm funny. Lawrence Larius. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What I'm saying is that I think when we, when we really um, stay in tune with ourselves, we can recognize those specifics, right? You are very much attracted to those systems. You're very much attracted to those structures that's that's you you value those things and then when you seek them and you find them you you really latch on and that's something that i think is very human about all of us Mm -hmm. is that although my systems are very different looking i'm very much attracted to them that's what i'm thinking about for you i'm like what's your system i feel like your system is like all in or all out pretty much my system comes down to one thing and you know it is showing up. (laughs) 
I'm all about consistency and, you know, loyalty. It's very important. And those systems carry on through my job and the systems carry on through my friendships. We've already talked about this. The people yeah, know. Yes, so you're like, I'm here. They know. I am yes. here. You know me. But I think it's really nice to, to feel validation in that same sense when you're doing newer activities or you're participating in different things that you haven't done before. And you're like, wow, that really this does This is what I'm me. bringing here. This is what I bring to the table. Look at how, look at how much this is benefiting. And that's me. excellent for you as well. It's oh, a really good girl. trait. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I go above and beyond, man. Sometimes it bites me in the butt and other times, well, you know, here I am. <laughs> Speaking of that. No, just kidding. I'm not going there. <laughs> no, I think that's, I think that I love talking to you, Lauren. I, yeah. It's like, I why are we talking so... if everything we talk about, like, it's always the same things it's not always the same things though it's but not. we always come to like a we always come to this like well-rounded of, conclusion wow look at like, how great we are <laughs> do you think that we are just like hyping each other like we're just hey i don't care our own egos is I that bad i don't care we just talked about being humble emma no i i <laughs> <laughs> and here we are catching ourselves in our own lies no it's fine <laughs> at work this week I was saying a joke that I'm the kind of person who will buy a birthday present for somebody and also buy the exact same thing for myself. And I said, you're amazing. I did that to my friends. I do that all the time. And I was saying, that doesn't paint me in the best of light. Please, you know, remember something that humble that I have done and bring that to the forethought of your (laughs) mind before we leave this meeting. But that makes you feel so much more raw and real to others. You know, you're not perfect and you're not, you know, full of all this giving. You have. Oh, I'm not perfect. You know, you have issues too. <laughs> That's the best. Maybe way we should we, maybe we should have an episode where we hype each other down. We just you know what? Down. Here are your issues. Do you realize That's that what you we... wanted to do at the beginning of this podcast. Lauren. Don't Lauren, pretend like I'm wrong. Lauren. If we did that, I would make you cry. I would yeah, you would. You would and make me cry you would first be like, and then I would like be bye. I would like hang up on the zoom. Lauren call. would be like, Oh, sometimes you're really mean. I go, like right now. <laughs> Like right this second when I'm telling you how crappy you are as a human. No, I could never do it. I think that. that I think you could do it. No, I could do it to anybody. I'm not doing it to you. Like that's part of my my grace. I got don't hurt Lauren's feelings. <laughs> that's that's not. You know, people protect me too much. No, but I just don't think it's necessary. Like if you're being. Yeah, I don't think it's necessary either. Like what did I tell you right before this podcast started? I said, I need some more structure. And you were like, oh, I was hoping you wouldn't say that. I'm being honest with you. I'm saying I was this like, isn't working Emma, for me. That's not what you said last week. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> but like, do you see what like my struggle, yes. my internal struggle is? Is like I'm constantly seeking some sort of like, uh, like reassurance that this is working and this is the best thing for us. It doesn't have to be anything more than what it is. And you are the person that says things like that and that helps my <laughs> internal structure rebalance itself out. Yes. Because like that that's the me, right? That's the planner and the whimsy. That's the the yes, one who's yes, like Yes, 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 you're so right. Oh my god, that yes, literally this is, is so it. That's, that's such it. a perfect it's like a seesaw, you know, you oh. know, like literally a week ago she's like let's wait to record, you know, or like I don't want to put in that much effort. And then this week she's like, we need more structure. I want to plan. And it's funny that like you do need both of those things. Welcome to and my then brain. An environment. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny that like, I do the exact same thing. Like, like it's funny. It's like work, Lauren, planning, Lauren. Like <laughs> I can't tell you how many detailed and organized spreadsheets I've made 
But if I went on a vacation tomorrow, I would be like, no plan. You know what I mean? Ooh, how do you do that? Vacation, Lauren, is fun, Lauren. You fun, know, Lauren. no plan required. Lauren, you're fun without vacation, Lauren. I know. I'm, I'm very Oh, but fun. I kind of want to meet vacation, Lauren. What are you doing next month? Let's go to Putacat. I'd like to go okay. there. I would go on a vacation with you. You know, I think in general, vacations with your you friends are not a good idea. You agree, correct. I, I was like, you should I would go on a weekend. Let's go to you know, the five Wisconsin days Dells. Yes. No, Lauren, you don't You don't want to hang out with me on vacation. Why? You're going to drink too much? Yeah. You're fun? <laughs> You're the worst. Yeah, I mean, like, what? What? Oh, is this free? Okay, I'm going to have that. <laughs> Yeah, that's part of it. That's why I'm like, I'm a little worried that you're going to hate me during the wedding weekend. I don't think I'm going to hate you. Okay. I've been thinking a lot about it. Oh, am I making you uncomfortable? No, not at all. I just don't want us to have a negative time because we are different in that respect. But I very much respect you and you respect me. I very me. much respect you. Yeah, thank you. And and that's why I love you so much because we're always on the same page regarding that stuff. <laughs> No, um, on top of that, though, I have to admit, the teeter-totter situation gives me hella anxiety. because oh, no. I no. No, it does, because that's part of my... Yeah. And recently, I have discovered that I'm pretty sure, 99% sure, only me sure, not neurological sure, that I have ADHD. And that's why I'm, like, all over the place, is because I'm allowed to be all whimsy. Self-diagnosed. Yep, seriously. Just, guys, if you're freaking out, I am going to see a psychiatrist psychologist sorry different totally wrong anyways <laughs> see this is me right <laughs> no but like part of it is saying to myself okay why do i seek structure in certain essences and certain uh, categories of life versus why do i not care other times like well, what about the same things though about the same thing and why am i so back and forth about many different Interesting. Like conversations that we've had already. Like I'm sure I've contradicted myself 20 times on this Well, podcast. we both have. It's not just you. And is that growth? Is that part of life? That's part of life, right? It's got to I be. don't know. It's just like the the diversity. We talk broadly as well. And so it just coming at a conversation with a different perspective can sometimes lead you down a hypocrite. You know, like I, there was an well, episode where I was like, we are just hypocrites. Like we are literally saying the opposite things that we were saying before. I know this is not probably the best way to start off by saying you probably shouldn't hold me accountable for what I said yesterday. And that's just because I, I'm very much someone who is very okay with changing my mind. And people don't like that. Yeah, I think that when you meet the psychi no? Psychologist. Psychologist, that you should just put me on the phone. I think like, that's I'll, a great I'll idea. describe it for her. Like, let me describe to you why <laughs> she is so everywhere. No, seriously, though, that is a real problem. I'm going to get it checked out. I'll keep you updated. Um, but no, and, and the other thing with that, too, is in response to how I am and versus how you are, is like, you've always been consistent. I That's need why consist you like me so much. That's why I like you, because you're consistent. You, you bring consistency into my life and into my perspective, into my thought process. You need me. I need you. <sighs> I need your whimsy and your you. planning. I'm fun. Mm -hmm. yeah we're both fun we're so fun i'm pretty sure you i know checked. what we haven't done in a really long time and i would really like it what sleep over fort oh my gosh please with like cookies or something and prince we're diaries. doing it I, li I literally have not been watching like i've been thinking about watching the princess diaries but i was like mm, maybe i should save this for lauren yeah we have to wait 
Yeah, now I want to watch it. But you're it. a type of person, you're a movie, you're like a movie background person too. So I wouldn't be offended if you watched it. <laughs> I caught myself today watching the same show that I watch all the time. And I went, why do I like watching the same thing every day? And why do I not watch anything anxiety. new? Oh, oh, right. Forgot about that one. <laughs> Comfort. Comfort. Also, it's funny and I know it's going to be funny. <laughs> That's the best part. Um, do you know that I had a thought? Hold on. What are you getting me for my birthday? Oh, excuse you. (laughs) Are you kidding me right now? You know, you said your exam is on September 3rd and I was like, oh, good. It's going to be done right, you know, before your birthday. That's nice. I literally did that on purpose. I was either going to do it the week before Oh, yeah, you told me that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm about to reward myself with a brand new tattoo. Happy birthday to you. I'm actually going to go to a comedy show right after the exam. Like, it's the exams on Friday. I'm going to go to a comedy show on then Saturday. Then you laugh it off. And I'm actually going to go see a comedy person that I've been listening to. And, like, I listened to her podcast with her podcast buddy for the last, like, four years. That's fun. I really hope she signs my book that I got of hers. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Um, I do not know what I am going to get you for your birthday yet. You know what you should get Oh, me? my God. September is next month. Girl. That's why I'm having a panic what? attack. Oh my gosh! What am I gonna get you? What did I get you? Oh, I remember. I'm gonna think about this offline. That's fine. I'm a, I'm I'm a good gift giver, but like, make your expectations low, just okay. in case. I, I'll take a check. Write it out to Emma. You want a check? I'll take money. Okay. Actually, can you make me a cake again? Can you make me a half cake? Can you make me a quarter cake? Because I didn't eat the whole cake. Can you make me a smaller version of the cake, but like a full cake, like this size? Does it have to be vanilla? Well, it can't be chocolate. What about like a lemon cake? I don't like lemon. Okay, never mind. But yeah, I can make you a cake for sure. Okay, cool. <laughs> Best friend vibes. Um, I I know what I'm going to get you for my birthday. What for does your, that mean? I'm getting you a half birthday present. Oh, is it going to be your tattoo? Are you going to no. tattoo my face on you? Do you want me to finally put something of you on me? I see. I'm flip flopping. I feel like see? I said no, and then see? I said yes. I like how she suggested like, that I should get a tattoo that represented maybe? us, and then I it's gonna be on my body. She's not getting it, but then she's now confers so that she doesn't want it. You can put Sharpie on me. Oh, deal. You're so funny. I can't handle it. We're, we're you're gonna great. get me a half birthday present. Oh you got God. me a half birthday present. Yeah, but I'm extra. Yeah, but like I also moved into my house that day. You're also extra. I'm so extra. And someone is going to love all of it. It's going to be great. <laughs> no, Lauren, this has been great. Um, what do you think should be a takeaway thought for the listeners? We talked about literally so many things. And I'm thinking of all of these highlights of our conversation. I think that the biggest thing is to have a clear mind and respectful thought mm-hmm. when approaching any circumstance. It's like a horoscope. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, literally everything. That's hilarious. I wanted to say new situations, but honestly, no. no so uh, if you make your horoscope, what, what, what would you summarize? We literally talked about like 50 different things. Should I make a horoscope or should I make a summary? You do you. Okay, hold on. Not so easy now, is it? This week... You're going to come across kind, <laughs> kinder people. Like them. Like them. 
And you're going to be surrounded by more people like you because you submit to the energy that you want. Give off what you want to receive and good things will come to you. That's true. I could write horoscopes. You know what that says? We should write a we should write horoscopes. We should write um things like this every time we, we have an episode. We should make like a daily like little blog. No. Ooh, what? Did, did, did I say daily? Did she just try to, <laughs> to catch me in a lie? Um no. That was so funny. We could do daily blogs that we plan millions of years Good in advance. Good vibes only. Good vibes only. When people when you're nice people will be nice to you. Truth facts. What did you used to wear growing up? That what did brand. I always used to wear? Yeah, that brand. I know you're. I know you're gonna know it. Wait, the, you wore one the brand. Life is good brand. Yes. Girl. Are you serious right now? <laughs> yes. That was your brand. That was. This is your mantra. Life is good, man. I yeah. I have a life is good hat in my closet. That, that's all I can recall growing up. Because Lauren was like, life is really. Good. That's what you can recall. And your sock problem. I had. Like, Oh, Emma, I had this pair of jeans that were um, faded and they had like, like say you took bleach on a star sponge and they had stars on them oh and a God, lighter I shade. I, you have no idea how much I Can think I about those outfit? pants and if like, I need to make them because Can I want them back so bad. Them? There's got to be photos I've looked. Us. I have I, looked. You don't think? I think that we have them. Let me go deep into the archives. Are you serious? Like, if you find one, please send it to me. I I'm going to go raid my jeans. parents' photo albums because I want to know. Emma, what did you wear? All the time? I'll tell you what I wore. I wore the black, uh, the black slick, like, sweat, athletic sweats that had the white stripe on the side. Yes. I wore pink and black Etni shoes. Yes. That had the fat tie on the top, you know, the pattern. Mm-hmm. I wore a Sedona, Arizona black t-shirt every day. When? In middle school. In like the fifth grade. <laughs> and when we got to middle school, girl, you know the trends? It was like Aeropostale, yeah, polka dots, like I layered didn't do that. camis. My jeans were way too big. <laughs> Because I was like, I feel like your shoes were always consistent. My shoes were so cute. And like, look at me now. I got so many shoes. Little me knew. She was like, girl, one day you're going to have like 10 million shoes that you have to You know, it's funny. Okay. And then later in life, you're wearing a black sweatshirt right now. And (laughs) she's wearing this black sweatshirt. And I just want to see my outfit. she She was like, I just want you to know I'm not in the best mood. And I was like, you didn't have to tell me that you're wearing the black sweatshirt. Like, I know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. This is this is not. This is. I feel like you wear you... that sweatshirt when you're not feeling great. Girl, I wear black every day. I know. But this this sweatshirt in particular. You know, she's not wrong. When I'm wearing this hoodie, it's tell either winter I'm time or I'm like just like in a mood. Wow. She really. This is Take what friendship off. is. You want to see my shirt underneath? Is it an Avatar shirt? Yes! <laughs> I talked about Avatar. The girl I was talking to this week. Oh, you're going to love this, Emma. Oh, my gosh. She this was is the like, best She was like, we were talking about um, the movie Raya. Okay. It's on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I saw it. And, yeah, I watched it, too. And she was like, yeah, it was funny because there was these four different lands, and she had to go to all the different lands and collect the things. She's like, it reminded me of the show that I like. It's an anime. 
and it's about these four different areas and how you know and the this one last person to oh to connect the four oh my god we were like, are you talking about Avatar The Last Airbender? And she was like, yes, I am. And oh, my God, I, I like, would have oh. died. It was the best. I was Honestly, like, my best friend loves that show, oh. and I like it, too. Yeah, do you? Have you and not it? that I've watched it, but I, I like that. it. <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite thing right now is that the new generation of people, like the new kids, are watching Avatar. And it just it, it makes my heart so full. I sound like an old woman. I talked about Avatar like twice in the last three weeks. I'm infiltrating your mind. <laughs> it's funny. You know, it's like it's like um, when you buy a new car and then you see that car everywhere. Literally. Or like you see someone in that car and you think that's that car and then you like have some like sort of like weird reaction to that and car. Then, and, then and then they're in your dream. Uh, yeah. And then you see that car everywhere and in your dreams. I think we should leave it there. <laughs> I, I'm liking this. I think that... <laughs> Give the people what they might want. They might want you to edit this <laughs> podcast because she ain't going to do it. It ain't yeah, going to be I, me. I have cleared my Saturday to edit this podcast. That's my girl. You get it, Lauren. That's you edit the podcast. <laughs> Too funny. Um, The people want us to continuously share. That's what they want. Yeah. And we have a lot of topics that are coming up. And if we say it on the podcast, then we'll commit to it and we'll actually record them. So Facts. upcoming on the Oakview, look forward to episodes about things you should never say to other people. Facts. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Emphasis on the reduce and reuse. Um, Lauren's love for sobriety. That's something I've always wanted to talk about. And we're going to do it. <laughs> we're going to do it. What else are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about more outreach specifics. We're going to talk about how we're getting there. We're going to talk about what we're doing. We're going to actually talk about the planning process of how you can do it for yeah, yourself and your community. We're going to do something. And yes. we're going to do something. And then we're going to talk about how it went. We're also going to talk about things that make us uncomfortable. And by uncomfortable, I mean like really painful seat cushions at work. And I don't understand why they can't just buy me a new chair. Oh, wait, yeah, get get a new one. Oh, I wish. That's uh, me too. Well, I had an excellent time today. I did too. I just want the people to know that the people can always reach out to us and ask us to talk about other things. And if you don't care about that, that's fine. But let me tell you one thing. Lauren and I care about you. Thank you for showing up. Definitely. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Oak View. Please like, follow, subscribe, share, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, email us at theoakviewpodcast at gmail.com. And looking forward to talking with you soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to The Oak View. You can follow Lauren and Emma on Instagram at The Oak View Podcast. O-A-K-V-I-E-W or email us at theoakviewpodcast at gmail.com.